Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Zar, and welcome to the Chris Zar Podcast for Monday, January 31st, 2022. And I'm recording this from the day before because I was so excited that number nine, the mayor of Cincinnati, the soon-to-be governor of the state of Ohio, the daddy of the states of Tennessee and Missouri, Joe Burrow, is going to the Super Bowl. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. This Bengals team just made a mark. I'm sorry for blotting you out there, but just made a mark on history this Sunday afternoon and evening. Holy fuck, Jay. Look, listen to me. Listen to me right now. I was at the dispensary. <laughs> I was in the pot shop taking advantage of the happy hour 50% off. I go in there and the game's on the telly. I don't call it the telly. I don't know why I did it right there, but the game was on the telly. It was right before heading into the second half. And I saw the Kansas City Chiefs putting a whooping on the Cincinnati Bengals. They could not get a stop, or so I heard. Three straight drives, three straight touchdowns. And then I look in the car, and I see that the Kansas City Chiefs had the ball on the one-yard line with nine seconds to go. It's almost halftime. And what happens? They don't kick a field goal. No, sir, they don't take the points. Old Billy Burr, old Billy Belliptical, he'd be upset with that one. Yes, sir, he would. You leave points on the board, and you're going to get fucked for it. And that's what they did. That is what they did. They went for the touchdown, did not get it, and that was the first stop of many for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I want to know, what happened in that locker room? What what juju was going on inside of that Cincinnati Bengals locker room? That NFL Films clip better to be fucking righteous. <laughs> because the grit that these snarling Cincinnati Bengals are showing this playoffs is unreal. It's absolutely unreal. So congrats to the state of Ohio. Congrats to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals franchise, fans, city, and uh, a tip of the cap to that team. Going to give a shout out to number 91. 91, you have a day, sir. You have a fucking day. Clutch third down sacks in the second half. The pressure that the Bengals brought was incredible. And Joe Burrow, you're just one tough son of a bitch. Your O-line is not doing a whole lot for you sometimes. <laughs> But you guys find a fucking way. So bravo. Bravo. Bravo indeed. Now, at this uh, very moment in time, the LA Rams are playing the San Francisco 49ers. It has not been a first half slugfest. Um, They are in the second quarter and the Rams are up 7-0. Honestly, I thought this game was going to be a blowout. And hopefully, I don't eat my fucking words for that. Hopefully, I don't eat my fucking words for that at all. Um, Also, on the the note of eating my words, uh, you know, I would have picked the Bills to beat the Bengals on this day. And 
I mean, it would have been electrifying, obviously, if it would have happened. Um, but I would have been heartbroken today. Today, I'm not heartbroken. And thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And uh, wow. Wow, am I excited for this year's Super Bowl. Am I going to watch it? Depends on the party. <laughs> but Jesus, Lou. Jesus, Lou, thanks for uh, bringing me to the microphone uh, on this lovely Sunday evening. Now, uh, all that excitement aside, what's going on with you? Huh? <laughs> the first month of the year 2022 is reaching its roundup. And how have you spent your January? Jacking off? <laughs> uh, probably a lot of that, right? You know, it's cold. Not everybody's feeling social, although I noticed that people are starting to come out of their cage. Went uh, to an old, an old beach bar uh, in the Pacific Beach region of San Diego called Shore Club. And Shore Club is not the same uh, beach club that you and I used to know. <laughs> Pre-pandemic, this place was uh, the hot spot for the goldfish race. <laughs> Decent indoor-outdoor vibe. But now, now they made like a little like, um, it has like a walkthrough experience to it. And geez, Lou, was your boy getting served up looks last night? Eesh. I don't know if there's something in the air, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think this this season right here is um is a typical time. <laughs> Shut up, Dale. <laughs> but it's a typical time for uh, those who were in a relationship to perhaps have made a split in that relationship, and now. <laughs> Now there's something in the air leading up until, uh, I guess, two weeks from now, which is February, at which point it's uh, everybody's favorite holiday. I believe it's called Single Awareness Day. Yes. Yeah. Single Awareness Day. <laughs> yeah, that is um, <clears throat> one of my favorites. And uh, it's one of my favorites because uh, it really just turns up the juice a little bit yeah it gets like the the energy back into the the social hemisphere again because when the holidays happen we go hard for the holidays and then there's a lull they right you remember there's that that week that is the taint <laughs> i said that in the week between christmas and new year's there's that that space which nobody really like looks at <laughs> or really does anything to acknowledge that that's there except for the occasional tickle. <laughs> and now to get the juices going, uh, it's gotta, gotta mix it up a little bit. Maybe wear one less layer of clothes that, that hot choker you've been wanting to put on is, is what a woman's going to wear to the bar on this particular weekend. And, uh, yeah, maybe they'll find someone to get warm and cozy with. Because you know what's going to happen next weekend. Next weekend is the week before the big week. Oh, yes. The week before the big week. And that, that's that got to be one of the biggest weeks. Because that's the week that you find out if you're going to be taken out on a date on the following week, right? 
that's the week where oh maybe i can get some flowers sent my way maybe that uh i wonder if there's like a statistical analysis on the spike on OnlyFans or like the OnlyFans slash um I was gonna call it protege, but it's not fucking protege, it's Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the subscriptions and funds sent to uh our favorite online virtual entertainers. <laughs> I wonder if there's a spike in sales during that time too. I don't know. I don't know, that'd be pretty wild if there would. Yeah, but you know, I guess that means that this week and I'm going to have to jot this down. The last weekend of January. Oh, wow. <laughs> Seems as though people go out to play. And that's fun. That's a lot of fun. What's not so fun. <laughs> uh, what's not so fun is the uh, antithetical experience, which involves the person who feels like they're stuck. <laughs> yeah, the person who feels like they are stuck, that sucks. That absolutely sucks. It sucks to um, be in a place where um, you're doing the ritual because you feel like you have to go through the motions and do the mechanics to put on a, to, for the show to go on. <laughs> Whatever consistent narrative that you have going on right now, maybe related to you or your workplace, or your workplace friends, or even like your parents' expectations, then, uh, yeah, you might just have this show that's going on, and when you get to that big day, the old 214, yeah, Valentine's Day, folks, you know what I'm talking about, you get there, and you're just like, look at me, being a fool, shelling out money to perform this act that isn't coming from any place of appreciation, but just because I have to. Yeah, and you know who benefits from it? Fucking Hallmark. <laughs> you thought I was going to say women, huh? <laughs> no, sir. The, uh, the green card companies, the flower companies. This is their big time to shine. Some company models, I bet, like they revolve around this time of year. It's just a little chunk. Like we're going to get all these chocolates done up. We're going to order these heart-shaped boxes, put some bows on them. Make it real sweet like, yeah, man, that sounds pretty smart to me. We'll sell it inside of Ralph's. So when you know, Mr. Joe Sixpack goes to the store, pick up some beer and eggs, a little bit of muff, be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Got to get some chocolate for my honey. And so the wheel turns <laughs> and the act continues to go on. But if it wasn't for all of this, and this is what this whole monologue has been about, if it wasn't for all of this, then I don't think women would have anything to talk about. <laughs> I don't think they would. I don't think they would. I think women talk about uh, sex marriage relationships diamond rings that type of thing in the same way that guys talk about sports almost with the same level of enthusiasm and almost with the same level of frequency and almost with the same level of like insider knowledge <laughs> now of course i'm making stereotypes and of course you have some men that are equally invested some men are like yeah 
I know. I want to dream about today the type of ring that I'm going to buy for my future love. And that type of person is called a uh, a Sig Ep. <laughs> a Sigma Phi Epsilon. <laughs> the Boy Scouts, right? <laughs> I know, that's sort of a fraternity joke, but I was going to say a name. And I was like, nah, I don't know if that's fair. But there is a certain type of prototype of guy who... They see the script and they're like, okay, uh, I also have an intrinsic feeling of wanting to uh, play the role in that script. And I'm going to do that like right now. I'm going to get a wife soon. I'm going to get a house soon. I'm going to get a dog soon. Um, and then what? I don't know, but I just know that I'm going to do that right away. It's like what that type of man quickly aspires to manifest is that and good for him good for him right what a lot of guys don't know though is uh i guess what it's like to shut the fuck up (laughs) and uh and listen to uh women speak to each other as though they weren't being uh uh judged as they're listened to Right, which is good. We shouldn't be casting judgment on who we listen to. That's not a bad thing for you to do, right? You're not like, you're not just like eavesdropping. It's more like, say, you're in a jacuzzi and there's two people that are already in the jacuzzi having their conversation and you go in and you mind your fucking business. (laughs) Does that mean you can't hear them? No, it's not like you can put your fucking headphones in. You're in the water. But if while you're there, you're being mindful of your environment and you register what's being said, you will hear things like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, my mom has been married and divorced three times. And the first time that she married, uh, she said that she married for love. And when I was a little girl, you know what my mom told me? Uh, blankety blank. Uh, let's just use the name Ariel here. Ariel, don't marry for love. Marrying for love is a mistake. And they had to divorce for some reason that had something or other to do with what led into the next marriage that her mom had, which was a man who was going to buy a house in a particularly nice neighborhood. And he was looking for somebody to settle down with. And was he a man that Ariel's mom was particularly into? No. But you know what this guy did? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you bet it. You got it. (laughs) Uh, He gave her a life. Sorry, not a life. He gave her a place for her to unpack her life into. (laughs) which hey good enough right except for the fact that and continuing on with this girl's story her mom became an alcoholic during that relationship (laughs) yeah and you can probably guess you can probably guess why she became an alcoholic because uh according to ariel She had to 
uh, numb herself from the feeling that she didn't want to have sex with this man. She didn't want to be affectionate towards this man. There wasn't anything really in her that invited her to be intimate with this man. Which sucks. Which sucks. I mean, that sucks for both of them. Because if you look at what sort of effect that has, that man is going to be rejected and neglected. And we'll try to compensate for that with the assets that he feels like will bring this woman who uh, he cares about enough to risk half of his fucking shit for. (laughs) Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, And then Ariel said that there was a point where she had to call the cops on her mom because... Uh, her mom had been uh, drunk and abusive towards this man. And then uh, after that happened, uh, there was another thing which happened where uh, this man had slept with a 19-year-old girl, which is legal. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously like a really big gap here and who knows what sort of circumstances that whole thing went under. But... Uh, um, after that happened, they got divorced and the girl that Ariel was talking to, you know what her response was to everything that I just said? Well, I mean, that's a pretty good reason for a divorce. (laughs) And I was like, ah, (laughs) and so the show goes on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah fucking it's terrifying it's absolutely terrifying to think that these are the type of common narratives which uh well i mean i'm not gonna say that they're everywhere right i'm not gonna be playing oh you're fucking victim no no you want to know why because i'm a man man we're fucking men our mistake our honest mistake i mean honestly men would be flawless we would be gods if it wasn't for the fact that um, our cock points us in directions that we don't understand, but we just follow. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with that, but yeah, just like, hey, man, just fucking just put it right here. <laughs> this feels nice. Feels so nice. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's what that's what makes a difference, right? I had a friend that was uh he was married recently. And this is one I'm I'm cheering for. I know I've made a lot of like divorce jokes um and that type of thing, but there are marriages that I root for, believe it or not. <laughs> um yeah, and uh the about to be groom and I were in the car. We just stepped away for a little bit on a small errand and he shared me something very impactful and what he shared with me was you know Chris the difference between a best friend and a wife (laughs) is that you and your wife fuck (laughs) and so you better (laughs) you better 
have a great level of compatibility because that's what makes a difference between the relationship that I have, he said, with me and my wife, my wife, <laughs> and everybody else that's in my life. And I was like, damn, damn, you're right. You, you absolutely right. And that's the type of uh, covenant that he's taking. I'm sure there's some people listening to this. Like, what about the people who are like swingers, man? <laughs> what about the other people? And it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Just in the context of the agreement and the philosophy, which this man and woman have with one another and share with one another. It's pretty much those terms. And, um, and mad, mad fucking respect, mad respect to that guy. Um, yeah, just way, way to, way to go. I'm sure it helps by the way that this guy also lives in the fucking sticks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If his wife is listening to this, she'd be like, what? It's not that it's not that. Um, but I do think that, uh, the amount of flaws that are chalked up to men, the largest amount of that is a sexual proclivity. And I am sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> now, but uh, I hear this narrative a lot. You probably hear it too. You hear this narrative about how that women are in a place of society where they are sexually shamed and i'm like shut the fuck up no <laughs> why because you can't have your titties out in public is that why <laughs> they're like uh, actually that's really that's that's one of them and i'm like yeah i mean fair point whatever whatever you, you all have a superpower you don't want to wield it you don't want to wield it it's fine <laughs> that little bit aside let me raise this question to you what ass would you rather see? A man's ass or a woman's ass? Hmm? The answer is very clear. You can see it in commercials. You can see it in the way that bathing suits are designed. Two thumbs up to the woman's ass. Nice, nice, nice. And that isn't just because of glorification, right? It's not just because of upholding and adornment. It's also because of, you're right, the snubbing. A man's ass, weak. We don't want to see that. No, sir. No, sir. Re. And you know what definitely can't be seen? <laughs> I'm actually just going to stop right there. I don't need to go any further with that. You get it. You absolutely get it. And that paired along with the, the cinematic theme that you see. We're like, what is this man's weakness? Common trope. He is a softie for women. Women can make him melt. You get a woman who's turning on the lust, the charm. And once that erection gets going, there's no reeling it back in. <laughs> I mean, she could like pull the rug out from underneath. That, that's totally something that can't happen. And respectfully, 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 and I mean this respectfully. <laughs> uh, 
Women use it as a trick. Women use it as a trick. And it sucks. It sucks that that's a reality that men have to wade through. But who are we to complain, right? <laughs> We're not allowed to. <laughs> uh, nobody gives a shit. Get your shit under control. Speaking of which, uh, everybody's pretty aware about the uh, the unwanted boner. <laughs> like... The, the teenage boy who like, I don't know why this is happening. I'm not doing anything to it, but my cock is hard. Well, guess what? I found out this week. I was 20, 22 years old. <laughs> when I found out that a woman's vagina will get randomly wet, just like a man's penis will get randomly hard. Can you believe that? I could not believe that. I actually reposted that on my Instagram. And the amount, well, I mean, I reposted a meme that spoke about that. And then I said in the comment, uh, is this for real? <laughs> and the answer is a resounding yes. It's a resounding yes. Yeah. So if you didn't know that, hey, welcome to the club. And for you women out there struggling with that, I had no idea. I'm now sympathetic to it. <laughs> Good news is, I guess you can hide it. I guess you can hide it uh, better than we can. So, hey, good for you. Um, coming up this week, I got some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, keep in touch with me on Instagram. To link into that, you can see what I'm doing for yoga at Yoga Czar. You can see what I'm doing for comedy at Christopher Czar. And of course, dude, meditate, breath work, deep stretch, and relax with me at czaryogastudio.com. Thanks for coming by. I love you. And I'll be back here to check in on you again on Thursday for the next edition of the Chris Czar Podcast. I love you. Peace.